Hello and welcome everybody to a new episode of the Advanced Real Estate Investing Talk. This is Aurelien. I have a meetup in London and it's monthly. There is um, uh, the format is uh, we have a speaker in person and then I am because I have a lot of connections across Canada and the US. So I'll start bringing speakers uh, on Zoom and uh, this uh, month. So I don't know when this will air, but uh, in November we have um, somebody who went from nothing to uh, turning his life around with real estate and uh, someone else who does land development. And and one of the activities we have during the, the, the event is uh, we do brain brain um brainstorming together so we take a topic of a landlord an issue a landlord could be facing and we in groups we think of ways creative ways to solve the solution solve the problem so it's a it's a good way to see um, how masterminding can be beneficial and i'm here with glenn glennsutherland.com glenn has a course and a mastermind about how to invest in the u.s and darcy darcywhite.ca goes deeper deeper into each and every topic we cover in the on the show, um, in in the form of a of a blog that he publishes on his uh, website, and today um, this topic came out of a, of an event uh, Glenn was organizing in in Toronto about uh, I spoke about mobile home park investing and we were talking about multifamily, and and the question came up several times from attendees who were wondering um, how how do you pick a lane there are so many options in real estate it can be overwhelming so how do you pick an asset class and so i don't want to be the first one to answer i'd like to uh, that's the context that's the intro mm -hmm. i'll let you guys uh, uh, dive into it who's going first here hmm. <laughs> so maybe I'll, I'll i'll go yeah. a little bit so here's the thing um Picking a lane, I know that it's it's a good idea. Uh, I know that you know it, it. I got some really good advice way back when I was talking about markets. I had a guest on my podcast, and he told me like he was more talking about changing markets, right? But the th same thing applies uh, to picking a lane or picking a strategy. But he's like, if you uh, go buy houses in Kansas City, in Indianapolis, in Huntsville, and all over the place, um, you're not going to be as important. You're not going to be as knowledgeable about that one market. Um, you're going to be spread out. The same thing could be applied to you if you're doing airbnbs you're doing flips you're doing wholesaling you're doing um multifamily you, you're doing all this you're probably you're like a what does that say master of um search no nothing i don't know, have that yeah master start. of everything I, and yeah anyway jack of all trade master that's, of none there that's it right oh, that's um it. the thing is about real estate is um if you're doing this right it should be boring um <laughs> you know and you you um you, you get interested to try different things, right? Like mm -hmm. um, I did a couple Airbnbs this last year and cause I'd never done Airbnbs and I was like, I can't be that different. It's a lot different. Um, just so you know, it's a lot different. It's a lot more work. Um, you get a little bit more money, but it's a lot more work. So if exponentially you have to do the math on that, um, how much you want to work in this. But anyway, that's a totally different uh, topic. But um, one of these things too is um, I have that coaching program that Ari just talked about. And if I want to tell, teach lease options, I want to teach how to do subject two, which is take uh, over someone else's mortgage. I want to teach how to do seller financing, how to do Airbnbs, how to wholesale, how to buy an apartment, how to do anything I wanted to teach about. You have to do it first. If you have not done this, you shouldn't be teaching it. So 
obligation is no matter what, if I even want to touch this, honestly, even in my course, uh, doing Airbnbs is not in there. Why is it not in there? Because I've done three ever. Three is not enough to classify me at a level that I should be teaching someone else, right? So that's the way I look at it. Whenever I'm teaching stuff, it's stuff I've done and done, at least I believe I've done very well. So um, Mm -hmm. that's part of it, you know? You want to teach subject two, you better go do some. You want to teach seller financing, you better have negotiated some yourself. Because if you're just reading a book from somebody else, you're it's just honestly it's BS. And, and you're uh, as soon as people catch on to this, you're not credible. You're it's mm-hmm. it's horrible. Uh, I wouldn't want to be paying someone for that. What I could they just read it from a book, right? Um, I want it to be getting paying for someone who's actually done it. So part of it is uh, why I'm all over the place is I have to. I have to do it. I have to, I have to execute right. on these strategies and regularly, right? Mm-hmm. I can't just be like, I've done this strategy once before. So now I'm going to teach. No, I, I need to be continually doing this. Right. Um, so that's part of it, right? You want to have a coaching business. You better put your mouth money where your mouth is, right? You better actually go and pick up the phone and you better actually negotiate these things, right? Not just teaching negotiation. Um, mind you, I guess you could go both ways. I, I guess a lot of professors in university don't actually, you know, do accounting necessarily every day they teach accounting right um mm. but it's still i still want to be i want to be the, the active guy that's actually teaching this um but there is something to said the more you do like when we were doing a ton of burps uh in 2021 like that's what our main focus was was uh, buy the property renovate the property put some tenants in refinance the property right so that's a burr and we were doing perfect burps right because the financing options were awesome we were getting higher leverage and we were underwriting. So we were getting more than our money back when we put did projects. And you do a lot of those, you get really good. You start to build systems. You start to build checklists. It turns mm-hmm. into being Absolutely. boring. You're doing the same thing over and over again. And that's the thing. If I was doing one burr and then I do a flip and if I did a lease option, and then a subject two, and you know, you're, you can do it all, but you won't have the same system as doing it over and over and over again. You know, like the title companies or the attorneys that are doing this, they know you. They know exactly how this is going. You send the same documents. You do, you have a folder. You know exactly what they're going to ask for. You have it all prepped. Just everything starts to run like a machine because you're doing yep. the same thing over and over and over. But it does get boring. And that's where you <laughs> then you go, maybe I should do some others, you know, some other new strategies. But honestly, that's where you get good. And that's like, that's where you actually will make your money is when you get good and you'll free yourself because from time-wise, because you've learned exactly. So you're not waiting for them to say, Hey, we're going to need the leases and we're going to need, you know, a net operating income and we're going to need, you know, the rent roll and we're going to need, you know, you just have it already. It's part of the thing. You sit down and it's just like batching. You sit down, you have your list, you get all of it together. It's done. But if you have to keep going back to your computer, leaving, coming back to your computer, leaving, and it'll take you like days to get all these documents. It's just inefficient. And you look super professional when they go, you go, hey, we're, we're closing the property. And here's a link to my Dropbox. And it has every single file that this title company or attorney needs to close this property. Here's all the information because you've done this before. And it's all organized. They can see exactly how it's going to flow. Um, so anyway, that's that's the at least that's the way I maybe we're not even talking about this topic, but with AI, I was looking at picking a lane. That's how it is. Do the same thing, get really efficient at it, um, and repeat. And as you're doing this, every time you do this, keep track of what you're doing. <laughs> I always yep. tell my students, when you send an email, write down all the steps you did. 
you sent an email, could you make a template for that email, right? So that next time you do this exact same thing, you have a template to send it to your realtor, to send it to the title company. And you just have to add, change some addresses, change a couple things, but it's a template. Everything you do, start thinking about it as a system because it all is repeatable. And that's where it starts to get boring because you're going to make this boring. But if you get yeah. this really boring, someone else could do it for you. That's the critical point. <laughs> yes, absolutely. No, um, I'm with Glenn. I, I don't look for business to be a thrill seeking experience. Um, I, you know, park my thrill seeking into my skiing or other things that I do. Um, I want business to be as boring as possible and predictable as possible. Um, I don't want novelty. So I'm with Glenn. If you're looking for something to, for some thrills, you know, I don't know, try gambling, but this is as far from gambling as I can possibly make it. There are no loose edges. There's no uncertainty in any part of this business that I undertake. There really isn't. I can actually predict what a lot of my tenants are going to do. Um, it's not that I'm controlling. It's just, you know, for lack of a better words, I'm a master at this. I've been doing this for 22 years. The, predict the predictability is high and the uncertainty is super low. And I've done it that way on purpose. Um, I do think overall, and I, I maybe this puts a framework what Glenn's been saying, Success comes through focus. It is tempting to look at other things. I've done, I look at what Glenn do, does and I think, wow, that'd be kind of, wow, I like that as a cash flow model. Flipping, well, that's kind of cool. And I'm always curious about mobile home parks and other things there. But I do know that success comes through focus, single-minded focus on excellence, on my own excellence and being good at my job and on the projects being good. So it is tempting and, you know, my staff will laugh, but if we mention number two pine, there's a massive groan in our office. The one time we stepped out of our lane and tried to do a remote flip in a small town and we lost money and it was misery. It was nine months of misery of dealing with um, a person we really like who's a project manager who totally and completely screwed the job and it made it so we almost hated that person. You know, we had to get over it and make peace over a failed project that should never have failed, but we stepped out of our lane where we weren't experts and we got our heads handed to us. So I think success comes with focus, single-minded focus. And you owe that to everyone that's represent, that you're representing, that's backing you. You owe them your focus. Um, I think it also makes you coherent. I'm that guy that does multi-res. I know I have an office park and some small malls. I'm the guy that does multi-residential apartment buildings. And I become an expert at it. And when banks talk to me, they know what I'm there for. It's, I, I'm not a surprise. I don't want to surprise anyone. I, re, I rely on them knowing exactly beforehand what I'm doing and applying my track record of success to the next project. So there's no surprise what I'm asking for and what I'm looking for. They know exactly what I'm looking for and it's coherent. They understand it. You know, that old adage that what the brain doesn't understand, it says no to. You don't want to be what they don't understand with a harebrained idea. You want to be what they completely and thoroughly understand so that they can say yes to what you're proposing. Um, I, you know, when we talk about being expert, you're 10,000 hours, whether that's true or not, whether it's eight or whether you're a fast learner at six or you're a little bit slow and it's 15,000 hours, whatever it is, you need to get there. My newest, you know, venture is riding an adventure motorbike. I want to, I want to see some places in the world from the seat of a motorcycle. So I'm using every spare moment of dry pavement and decent weather to add up my hours to being an expert on motorcycle 
In the same way, I learned to be an expert guitar player, an expert bass player, an expert skier, an expert real estate multi-tenant investment advisor and practitioner. In the same way that I've built up a handful of things that I'm an expert at, you know, that's the same way that we do this. And that's the only way to approach something so seriously. Um, I think the final thing is you have to be in that geography where you're doing things. And I mean, physically placed in it, doing the work, being actually in the middle of that work. Um, that kind of geography is, is your physical and mental geography. You're physically in that work that you're doing and you're mentally in that space. You're not all over the place. You're not doing foreign rentals on tropical islands and I don't know, uh, conversion flips of, of castles in Spain. I mean, it's very tempting. I get that on my Instagram feed. I know I can buy a manor house in Spain or in France, a castle in France for less than 300,000 euros. I mean, that's tempting. I could own a castle for a poor kid from Port Hardy to own a castle in France. That's a stuff of fantasy. It's also, what's going to trip me up and make me a failure. I, I I'll visit that castle. You got a cat. I know I've seen it with a crenellated top. We're, I mean, we're, we're, we're selling it though. I think we'll have it gone in another 30 days though. But Well, then you won't be a king anymore. Yeah, that won't be a king anymore. That's um, it. Sorry to cut you off, but I have- No, but I think that's I... it. I, I think of it as farming rather than ranching. I'm not rambling around chasing cows. I'm farming specific areas and settling down roots and being very intentional about everything I do, including building my business and what I choose, which has a class. You said something ahead, really ahead. important there and you kind of just said it in one sentence, but be that guy. Um, yeah. And um, people don't realize how- once you become that guy, you are that guy. And it's really hard to change people's perception of you. And that's one of the reasons we did the conference was I wanted to buy big multifamily. And you know what people look at? They know that Glenn buys a ton of one to four unit buildings and renovates a ton of one to four unit buildings. They don't look at me and think about um, buying hundred unit buildings. It's not who comes to their mind, right? So it's mm -hmm. all about, it wasn't that the conference wasn't about making any money right we charged hundred dollars for tickets right that the that was just to cover the cost of the room the the point is to change people's perspective of that right because you're going to attract what you put out right and for a while like if i was attracting and telling people i was taking private money private money people message me if you talk about doing joint ventures joint ventures will reach out to you right um yep. and, and it's what you put out right is what you're going to do so you want to be that big multifamily guy you it, it it's really torn right now because i'm in that transition where i'm still doing both right and it's really tough because you go do i even post all the sales we're doing on the single family stuff on my facebook because does mm -hmm. that mess up you know it's picking a lane does that miss mess it up because that's messing up people's image of me again because i'm back to you know flipping all these houses right but we we had a lot of them when we started in the summer that we were finishing up right so mm -hmm. um it's a tough it's it's really tough it, it's it's so important to pick a lane but it, it's very tough if you don't pick a lane like i did or you change lanes right um it, it, it's a whole new set of tasks and a whole new um and it's not actually the the purchase of the real estate we're going to do amazing at that i've I brought a team in and we i, I hired i hired the, at least the, in my opinion the best people around me to be part of the team so we're not going to make mistakes we have a guy that has like thousands and thousands of units um so the the point is it's just changing people's perspective of you, which isn't easy. No, no. it's not. No, no, that's be, a really be that good guy. Point. Be, no, you're be that guy. That's what you will be, right? You keep putting that image out. That's what people people think. Hey, I have. I just sold my house. 
I sold a house in Ontario, for instance. I want to reinvest something. It doesn't make any sense to buy something in Ontario right now. So I'm going to, I need to park it somewhere for a while. And they're like, well, maybe I'll invest in someone else's syndication or a multifamily. Yeah. Whose mind comes up? Who, who's, who, where, where does their mind go to? Who's like, who are they going to reach out to? It's me. It's Glenn. Well, it That's may not, it likely <laughs> isn't, right? right? Like, you know, it's about changing that. But a lot of times that'll yeah. be like, it could be Darcy, right? Or it could be yeah. those big, the big companies. We won't let a name drop, but um, yeah. anyway. All right. Sorry. Yeah, think, we, uh, we, we talked all over. Yeah. I think uh, picking a lane has to do with focus and focus is something um, I've struggled with and, uh, and I, I need, I, I've, I've come up with some strategies to stay focused and stay in my lane. I'm part of a group and they have a, a call once a month called seven to eight, how people made it from seven figure to eight figure. And, and the, 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 the common denominator every time is the hockey stick. So they grind, 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 grind until, until all of a sudden the, the hockey stick happens. And then uh, the, the, we've talked about, work being boring you know work is extremely boring but you stick with it and then that's when that's when um work success happens when when mm. you stick to it when you stick to it through the boredom boredom because you have created systems you're able to leverage you can hire other people to help you and so my advice for those people that are brand new uh who feel overwhelmed when they they see all the content that's out there for real estate investing all the different asset classes i think it's very important so the the basic idea is once you pick something uh stick to it and stick to it for the long haul because that's going to what makes you be successful you can be successful in any asset class single family you can create one guy I know is worth uh, over $100 million and it's it's all in single families. So you can be very successful in single family, multifamily, land development, office, retail, industrial, car wash, laundromat. Pick something, become the expert, educate yourself in that field. Find someone who's one year ahead, five years ahead, have them as your mentor, pay them to be your coach and then do what they recommend you to do Join a mastermind with people that will help you, push you along the way, but stick to your lane, become the expert, and 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 and, and success for that area of your life will follow. That's that's, that's fantastic. That's yeah, do what he just said. That's that's it. <clears throat> yep, totally that's agree. Fantastic, Ari. Yep, yep. That's why I did. Yeah. I wanted to get to a certain level. You just hired him. <laughs> yep. Pay him. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah, your success. You, you learn from them, and um, the way I'm doing it right now. So I'm, I'm doing. A, I'm, I'm. I want to grow in certain markets. So I, I pick the big players in those markets, and I, I try to, uh, to arrange for a meeting. I, I'll pay for that meeting. I'll, I'll fly down to meet with them. I'll, I'll do whatever it takes, but I want to meet with them. With those people that are ahead, ahead of me. And one thing also I'm gonna do is there is a guy who's ahead of me. And and I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask him if I can shadow him for two days, offer to chauffeur him around, uh, cook for him, uh, whatever, take him for lunch. Uh, but I wanna I wanna see under the hood. I wanna see the systems he has in place. I wanna I wanna learn it all and uh, and replicate. Yeah. Good. Nope. 
Cool. Well, hopefully this was helpful because this is something we've noticed that people were struggling with. So uh, hopefully we, we've helped you on your journey uh, to, to help you pick a lane and then very important, stick to that lane once, once you've identified it. It's the key to success. Um, so thank you again for tuning in and we'll, we'll see you all next time. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Good episode.